Hey, you are listening to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I'm so excited to bring in some inspiration, some amazing guests, and give you the tools you need to live your best life. Let's learn from each other, let's support each other, and let's inspire her. Hello, welcome back to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I am popping on today to not interview someone else, but instead talk about myself. So this is probably one of the hardest things for me to do is to talk about myself and to put everything out there. But the other day I was writing a blog for someone and after I wrote it, I was like pretty proud of it. I was like, okay, that was pretty good. I really like what I was saying here. And the words were just coming out. And so I decided to read it to my husband and kind of get his input and he immediately was like, wow, that was, that was a lot. Like you said that you said a lot there and just in your first blog for someone else. I was like, I know. And I was like, but it felt good, you know, and I want to say this stuff. So one of the things about the blog that I was saying, I was, you know, listing off my accolades and, and things that I've done. And I wanted people to know that I didn't just wake up one day and do all these things. So here we go. So the type of woman that I am right now, right now I run a successful online fitness business. I have literally helped thousands of women find their way with loving their bodies. I've helped hundreds of women create businesses for themselves and be successful in their own way. Become a fitness instructor, something I never thought I would do. Currently a podcast host, a blogger. I've taken women on retreats. I've spoken on stage. And I've completely changed who I was to be the person that I am now. But the big part of this, and as you listen to this Inspire Her podcast, and you listen to me, and and maybe you know a little bit about my story, and maybe you don't, but I didn't wake up one day and do all these things. I didn't wake up one day and say, today I'm a podcast host. I didn't, well, I kind of did do that, but (laughs) everything else, I didn't actually wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to run a successful uh, business so I can stay home with my kids. And the next day it happened. I didn't do all that, right? We all have a story and we all come from somewhere. So this is what I want to share with you. So before I was all of these things and I've done all these things, I was introverted. I still am, I feel pretty introverted, um, but I was definitely the person that I couldn't walk into a room by myself. If some friend told me that she wasn't going to be there, I was like, well, I'm not going to that. Uh, If my husband couldn't go with me and a friend couldn't come, I didn't want to go. I really kept close with just a small group of friends and my husband and I hardly came out of that shell. Like that was, that was it. I felt good. I was confident. I never posted on Facebook. I would have, you would never see me post hardly anything, maybe a picture of, you know, a newborn baby or, you know, that's it. Uh, I wasn't on Instagram. I didn't have all those things. I didn't do a whole lot because I like was passionate about work and I was passionate about my husband and I was okay with that. So I always say like, I, I thought I was okay with that. Like when you're doing that, you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine where I am. Right. But you always have this little thing inside of you that says like, Oh, maybe you could do something else. Or maybe if you just came out of your shell, or maybe if you just tried something, you could do it. Right. But sometimes fear keeps us from doing those things that we really want to do. So how does all this happen? How do I get into where I am now? Um, so actually I'd like to say that I started at rock freaking bottom, like rock bottom. And by rock bottom, I mean that I had baby number two. So I had my little angel girl who's sweet as anything now, still a little crazy, but I had my little girl and she was going to complete our family. She, we had a 
boy and then we're going to have a girl and we knew we just wanted two kids and this was it, right? And so you think, you know, my husband and I had been married for a long time and we had our boy, we had our girl, we had our own home, we had careers, we had everything. Like we had it all, picture perfect family, right? Everything besides a white picket fence, like we had it all. But then when I had this little girl, I immediately discovered that I had postpartum depression. You know, when I say immediately, like I immediately discovered, um, I want to say more that postpartum immediately discovered me. Like, and so before I had her, I kind of didn't believe in postpartum. And so for any mamas listening to this and you're rolling your eyes, like, oh, girl, you don't like, how do you not believe in postpartum? Or, you know, how could you say that about something you don't know? Gosh. And I apologize truly apologize because for so long I would think, how can someone not love their baby? How can you not be happy? You have everything you've ever wanted. How can you not be happy? How does that not just naturally make you happy? Well, I found out the hard way that it doesn't just naturally make you happy. So I actually found that I was crying in closets. I was lying to my husband, telling him I I can't go out. I was lying to friends. I wasn't going on play dates. I mean, I, I literally wasn't doing anything that I was doing before. I remember messaging my doctor saying, I really need help. I don't feel good. I didn't even want to tell my husband that I did this. And the doctor wrote me back because it was like an email thing, which now I kind of like, you should have called me because you could, I would have probably cried the second you called me, but emailed me back and said, you're fine. This is normal. So looking back, I wish that I would have reached out or found someone else or really, really, really dug into this postpartum because I feel like now there are so many resources. But at the time, I feel like when you're in a depressed state, especially when no one's expecting you to be depressed, right? Picture perfect family. It's everything's going great. You don't want to tell anybody. It's it's not something that you just come out and tell the world like, hey guys, um, I'm like really depressed. So, and people don't know what to do sometimes. So I should have used my resources, but I like to say that my daughter also, we were both going through postpartum. She's crying. I'm crying. Everybody's crying. Like it was this whole big mess, even to the point, like it's crazy how you can remember certain things. And I can remember my husband called me on the phone and my son who, gosh, he must've been just four then looked down at the phone and said, mom, please don't cry again. Daddy's calling. Cause every time my husband would call, I would cry and I would say, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. And it wasn't that I didn't love my baby. It was just, I didn't love who I was. I just, you just can't pinpoint it. So here I am rock bottom. I don't know what to do, you know, and I'm in this spot. And finally I go and I tell my husband and having that conversation with your husband and saying, Hey buddy, so I'm depressed. Um, is, is a really hard conversation to say like, the guy who thinks that I'm perfect and, you know, he just watched me birth our second baby and, and he's, you know, watching me, I'm breastfeeding and I'm nailing it and all. And then to be like, by the way, when you go to work, I hate myself, you know? And so I, I finally sat down. He was like my last hope. Like, Hey, I, I need help. I'm, I'm crying. I don't know what to do. And my husband, I just remember him being so unbelievably supportive and just sweet and just let me talk and just held me. And I feel like sometimes he's a fixer. He wants to fix it. And so for a second, he let me talk. And then he said, okay, he said, well, what's going on? What can we do? I said, I don't know. I just don't love myself. And he said, okay. He said, well, what don't you love? 
And I said, well, first off, I don't love my body, you know, like with real emphasis on like, I don't love my body. Like, you know, it was all upset. Like, as I'm like probably sitting there, you know, rolls and, you know, and your fear like, what is this? And he said, okay. He's like, well, let's do something. So my husband, you know, this angel, this saint of a man was like, okay, let's do it. So he I remember he went down to the garage, pulled it, like literally dusted off old workout DVDs, got them ready, went on Craigslist, went on every kind of, you know, free thing to get a free TV. And he went to Walmart and got a $10 DVD player and, and he cleaned out the garage. Like I could hear him sweeping out the garage and he's doing all the things to get me completely set up. So that way we can go into this successfully. And so the next day, wake up in the morning and we've made this commitment to each other and he doesn't like to work out at all. He loves pizza, beer. He is like a guy's guy, like steak and potatoes, you know, add the butter, pizza, stuffed crust pizza, drink the beers, like doesn't want to work out, would rather like, you know, sit and watch football. And so he made this decision that this was his way of supporting me. And there wasn't really much else that he could do. So the next morning, my daughter would wake up at four in the morning to breastfeed. He would go down, he would get her, he would bring her to me, which note, by the way, he always did that. So he couldn't breastfeed her. So he did anything he could around that. He would get her, he would change her, bring her to me. And then of course he would fall, end up falling back to sleep. But that was like his way of helping. So if your husband is listening or your partner, that is something that they can do, hint, hint, to help you. So he would bring her to me. So 4 a.m., breastfeeding, bring her to me. Then she was done. He, he would take her, go lay her back down. He would go downstairs to the garage, turn on the DVD, turn on the workout, get any weights we needed ready. And then I would come down and all we had to do was press play. And we did that. We did it for a long time. And as I started to do it, I started to realize, hey, like I'm getting happier. You know, I'm, I was noticing the weight was coming off. And I was noticing that things were starting to fit better and it started to get warmer and I started to go outside more and then I started to meet up with friends more and I never want to say, I think it's a touchy area to say like, oh, I beat depression because I think that sometimes it's this chemical thing inside of us and no, you can't always beat depression, but I think that this truly helped me and my number one issue at that moment was not loving who I was. So if I could do anything that I could to start loving who I was, then that would make all the difference. So anyway, that's the basic of this story. And this inspiration that I want to give you is that I just did it. I think that you have to open up about the things that are going on in your life and find that person, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your best friend, whether it's your neighbor, whether it's the grocery lady at the grocery store and you're like, girl, I just need to talk to you. Like you've got to find that person and you've got to open up or it's a doctor or you literally use your insurance card, walk into the doctor's office and say, I need to talk to you. And it was me making that decision that I needed to talk to my husband and I needed to open up about the problems that I was having. So turns out I lost a lot of weight and I felt great. My husband also lost weight because, you know, as husbands do, they say that, quote unquote, we <laughs> gained weight when we were pregnant. We are pregnant. We are not pregnant, buddy. It's me. And you just keep eating all my stuffed crust pizza. So that's that's how that works. So it was it was a good thing for both of us as a family and my son and my daughter, even though she was little, got to watch us work out every morning. They knew that mommy was doing things to make herself better. Uh, I started to be 
better about food. I think that when you start to love yourself and who you are, it was a different mindset towards food. Like, I'm going to eat this because it makes me feel good, you know, instead of like just eating, literally eating my feelings, which is what I was doing before. So that's what I did. And I remember hearing people say that they were doing some kind of online fitness thing. And I was like, I want to do it. And I was like, I, I think I can do this. And I remember going to my husband and said, you know, what if I can help one other person? Like, what if I can help one other woman? There's somebody else out there like me who needs this, who, who just needs someone in their corner. And my, I remember my husband said, let's do it. I mean, literally like, let's, like he was going in, come on. He was like, I already nailed this. Let's do this. And I remember just being so happy. Like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Like I needed that confidence. I needed his support again. So it was like the second time that I came to him with this idea of something that I really wanted to do and I needed his support and I just wanted him and he was there for me. So here we are. It's three years later. And I'm doing all the things that I never thought I could do and putting it myself out there in a way that I never thought I would. And the reality of this is, is that sometimes you just have to do it. You can't second guess. You can't overanalyze. You can't talk yourself out of it. And this goes with whether you want to start crocheting hats or you want to start your own career in fitness or you want to start your own career with your hat making or you want to start a weight loss journey or you want to start running or you want to start walking or you want to start like volunteering at a nursing home, whatever it is that you want to do, that you feel inside of your gut that you're like, okay, I think something deep down that keeps telling me like, I want to do this. I think I can do this or I need this. Sometimes it's your inner self. that's like, girl, you need this. You need this. And you cannot second guess it. You can't overanalyze. You can't talk yourself out of it. You have to go for the things you want in your life. We aren't given an endless amount of time. You don't get to redo a year just because, oops, I didn't do that thing I wanted to do that year. I'm going to redo it. No, the years go by. 2018 is over and you will never get that back. You have to live in the present. You don't get white out to put out on 2018 and then draw it back over again in January and be like, I'm going to try this again. It doesn't work like that. You have to live in the now. You have to be appreciative for your life and who you are and all that you've accomplished and all that you can accomplish once you start believing in yourself. This is all you have. You have you. So when you want something, you do it. So if you want to get out of a depressing mood, if you want that job, if you want to try that new hobby, if you want more for your life, you got to open up, you got to say it out loud, you can't be afraid to ask for help, and then you got to do it. You got to Nike that stuff. You just do it. Just do it. You owe it to yourself, my friends, to be that girl, to be the girl that decided to go for it. Whatever that it is, your quote unquote it matters. Whatever that it that's sitting like in the back of your mind that's like, you should do this. You should try this. You should do this. This is something you kind of want to do. This is something you've been following. This is a hobby. This is you. Like, this is you, girl. This is you. You have to say, you know what? I am going for it. I am doing it. I am worth it. I don't have all the time in the world. And by all means, I want to inspire her to inspire the hers around you and to inspire yourself and to be that girl, the her that decided to go for it. 
All right, girls, let's go for it. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspire Her podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends, tag me on Instagram, Insta Stories, or Facebook, and let's inspire her together.